Hi, I'm Kirsten Leo, and this is the Light Path Podcast, brought to you by thelightpathcollective.com. I am passionate about exploring energetic practices, spiritual principles, healing modalities, and connecting to the experience and wisdom of others to illuminate our paths and live at our greatest capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love. In this episode of the Light Path Podcast, I think out loud with you and really consider how powerful pep-talking ourselves can really be. Can it really help us be the highest version of ourselves? Or are we maybe using pep-talk ineffectively to encourage ourselves out of our fear-based ego? Let me know your thoughts after the episode on the Light Path community on Facebook. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I want to talk about a topic that I think pushing forward, I am definitely going to try and adopt. And it was all inspired by a Netflix documentary of all things. I want to talk about how powerful it is when we not only pep talk others, but we pep talk ourselves. If you have been with me on the Light Path community on Facebook over this month, you'll know I have been working really, really hard on trying to shake the cobwebs off from the lingering hangover I felt from COVID. So that realization that after three years of major disruption, A lot of, I guess, undercurrent of trauma, whether experienced by myself or just witnessed from the events that have unfolded in this world, from the disruption of life, how we live it, I have come out the other side feeling really disconnected, really despondent, and just not quite like myself. This hangover really spurred me on to want to heal it because I absolutely do not want to go into 2023 feeling this way and I have used this month well we have used this month the light path community on Facebook to really harness the power of intentional healing to rid ourselves of this hangover so that we can walk forward from this point forward, anew, awakened, ready to be who we want to be in the world, rather than just trying to react to the world. So we've spoken about a lot of things over the last month, um, and I guess discovered a lot of things within ourselves that may have been holding us back from that, a lot of resistance, maybe a bit of numbing, not in acceptance of that we are changed and to embrace the new change, to call it out and to actually fall in love with it and live it in a way that feels so good to us. And so I want to round off this month with a little tool or a tip that I have been thinking about for a while now. So let me talk you through my thought process and then what I've done with it. So if you're familiar with this series, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. 
But for those that aren't, there is a Netflix series called Cheer. And it's a documentary series. I think there's two seasons. And it follows this cheerleading squad from a university in Texas in the States. And this university cheer squad is you know, like the, the champions of the cheer world. Now, a little uh, caveat, I knew nothing about cheerleading. To me, it looks like really, um, athletic dancing, a mix between gymnastics, um, and dancing. So not something culturally I have grown up with. So I love watching, you know, documentaries about people's lives and the things that are important to them and, Um, the human condition. I just love that kind of stuff. So this documentary was right up my alley. So as I was watching it, there was this emerging, I guess, character in this series that came forward and he maybe wasn't necessarily the best cheerleader, but he had a really unique and infectious style of mat talking. So mat talking is basically pep talking um, your teammates. So he would stand on the side of the mat where they did their cheer routine and he would um, passionately, enthusiastically, relentlessly almost pep talk his team or his squad through their routine. Like, you can do it, come on. And he was like all in, like his body was cheering or pep talking or mat talking or whatever you want to call it. Um, he's clapping, his voice, and and it was just really infectious. So infectious that when um, the, not they're not characters, the people, <laughs> the people from this Netflix series would get interviewed by other people, they would be like, oh, can you do the, the mat talk? Because it was just... It, it was really infectious. And I think that um, just generally speaking, there is something infectious about other people passionately and excitedly cheering us on. So as a side note, I am dedicated <laughs> to um, noticing how I mat talk my friends and the people around me. Like I want to be better at that. If I, I don't really do New Year's resolutions, but if I did, it would be something around that. Like I want to get better at that. Um, really ensuring that I am mat talking my friends into their dreams, into their potential, into their self-belief, because why not? I mean, we can never have enough of that. But We can't sit around, obviously, in life and wait for other people to be pep-talking us through life all the time because at some point we really have to be able to motivate ourselves. And the reason why I'm pointing towards this documentary series, not just because his style of pep-talking or mat-talking was really infectious and fun and um, inspiring. But it's because what got me thinking was, here is this teammate cheering passionately and encouraging his team to perform a routine that they know 
I'm assuming like the back of their hand. So this is a sport or a style of sport I am definitely not used to. I'm used to watching and participating in, not so much now, but growing up, I'm very much used to participating in competitive sport. So sports where you are with a team. Yes, you practice your game day moves, I guess, but those game day moves, you don't just go out and perform. You have to play and everybody has to play their part and you're also playing in competition to others. So it's not as if like it's a clockwork routine that you just go and perform. You actually have to adjust to all the conditions around you. And here is this sport where they are practicing this routine until it's so finely polished that when they go to their competition where I guess like a dance comp, the only thing I can um, compare it to, where they're just performing their routine and then obviously the judges decide on the best routine, they win. Um, He's mat talking them into something that they know how to do and they've done it over and over and over. And I'm not discounting the technical, um, absolute difficulty of the routines and the fact that they need pep talking at all. I'm not. What I find interesting though for me coming from I guess a competitive sport background whether observing or playing is that there was so much effort and emphasis put on cheering them through it and um, encouraging them through all the steps that they already knew. And what is it like when we're cheering on someone in a competitive sport situation where the steps aren't pre-written like you go out there and you have to adjust to the conditions and that to me is representative of real life so we have an idea of who we are we work on who we are and definitely in the light path collective in the last month we have been working on who we are and who we're really wanting to show up as in the world now that the world has changed and we have been changed as a result of that so how do we show up in the world almost like we're going into a competitive sport where we know who we are we know our values but we also need to be adaptable and changeable and almost as the last three years have really taught us ready for anything and everything how do we stay centered in that how do we stay malleable in that yet anchored to our values and so if this pep talking or mat talking can be really inspiring and a really necessary part of the team and how it functions when a routine is set how much more important is it to pep talk or mat talk a team or the team that is ourselves ourselves through the unpredictable and the unknown in life just like an athlete works really hard on their skills and their talents and their agilities and their abilities to go forward and meet a competitor 
and try to rise above that. That is essentially, I guess, what we're doing in life as well. We sit, we meditate, we reflect, we journal, we visualize. We've got all these really beautiful self-development or spiritual tools, whatever we want to call them. But then when we have to actually go out and apply them, how willing are we to pep talk ourselves through it? And so when I reflected on this, I think what I really uh, understood or observed within myself is that the only place in life where I was using pep talk was when I was trying to convince the lower version of myself into the higher version of myself when it really didn't want to be there. So I would maybe try to give myself a little pep talk some mornings when I didn't maybe want to get out of bed and go and work out. I'd be like, come on, you better do it. If you do it, you'll feel better. You know, you'll feel better. Come on, you made a commitment to yourself. And that's the kind of pep talking I personally have been using in my life. Um, I might pep talk myself through going out to a social event, especially as we came out of COVID. And that was definitely one of my symptoms of a hangover was like, I knew I really wanted to go out, but I wasn't quite maybe feeling myself physically. And then so fashion wise, I didn't really know what to wear because I wasn't quite feeling myself or I thought I should be going out because I'd been at home so much. And so I'd pep talk to myself into so many social events of, come on, just go, just go for one drink. They've invited you. Don't say no. If you say no, if you keep saying no to people, they're going to end up stop asking. Um, so, you, you know, you need to go push yourself. You can always come home. And so like I'm pep talking myself into trying to be the higher version of myself or the version of myself I think I should be sometimes. And so when I watched this dude on the Netflix series Cheer, he was actually pep talking a group of fellow high performing, dare I say elite athletes into the version of themselves that was their highest performance version of themselves in these routines that they already knew they could do. And something clicked in me and I thought, wait a minute, why am I trying to pep talk myself out of my lower version of myself and into my higher version? Why aren't I just pep talking my higher version of myself? I've never done that before. I've never sat in that image of who I am or the knowing of who I am, of my potential, of my ultimate self, my higher self, my next elevation. And I've never taken the time to pep talk her. And I think because there is this maybe personal misconception that when I am being her, when I am living my purpose, living my truth, when I'm feeling really aligned, 
that I don't need the pep talk. And I think watching this guy pep talk his team when they're at their best made me realize the power of the pep talk when we're doing really well. Like I have a healer who used to say to me, don't come to me when you're on your knees all the time. Of course, come to me when you're on your knees, but also come to me when you're good. And I was like, what? What a waste of time and money to go to a healer when I'm actually feeling really good. But then when I thought about it, I was like, oh, that could be a really powerful experiment to actually go and get healing when there's actually nothing I'm wanting to particularly heal or feel like I need help with. Because that's the moment that the healing can actually work to accentuate all that is amazing or there's actually space in that healing to dig even deeper because it's we're not dealing with the top layer or the topsoil of the problem or the repercussions of the problem or the symptoms of the problem in that healing that I'm all good so we can get deep and go what's under there what's simmering away that maybe we're not aware of yet because we're not experiencing the symptoms of it so I don't think that there's anything wrong for example going to a naturopath I don't know why I have this perception but this is the perception I have going to a naturopath to optimize my health so why aren't I optimizing myself when I feel really good when I feel aligned, when I feel calm, when I feel healthy. So I've taken this kind of twist on the pep talk throughout, yes, this month, but this has been a month of, you know, really nurturing and cocooning and healing and now emerging, now that we're emerging anew from all of that. And what I'm doing is I'm utilizing the power of the pep talk not to convince my lower version self or my ego self to walk in the footsteps of my higher self. I'm actually just going straight to the higher self and I'm pep talking her. So as I walk through my day and the things that I'm personally really excited about working on within my business and the things that I'm really excited about experiencing and being in my personal life, I'm pep-talking that. So in my personal life, for example, this past month has really thrown up to me the importance of the connections that I do have and the types of friendships that I do have. So when I'm going to meet a friend or hang out with a friend that really does align with that and to do things together that also contributes to both of our health and best selves, I'm fully pep talking myself. So I'm walking there going, you are so 
awesome. I'm so thankful that you are doing this, that this is your choice, that you're choosing to spend your time like this. This is going to be so beneficial for you. I'm actually having the same little pep talks as I'm going to my exercise routines. You know, that's something that's been really important for me. Um, It's always been really important for me actually to be in some type of routine with the way I move my body. It feels really good for me personally to do that. And instead of that conversation of, you'll feel better once it's done, or seriously, it's an hour of your day, it'll be over soon, Um, and just waiting for the, I guess, endorphins to hit and for it to feel good and be like, oh, I'm so glad I came to that class. I'm doing the opposite. I'm getting out of bed and I will not, it's almost like I just go on robot mode. I will not speak to myself if I'm in my lower self version, if I'm in my uh, version, I just don't even entertain that. And it's funny because it's often how we deal with children. Like when they're being grumpy, we don't try and pep talk them out of it. We just kind of let them be grumpy until they're doing something good. And then we positively reinforce that. It's exactly the same concept. So it's like an ability to parent ourselves through these moments. So once I'm kind of, you know, there and I'm like, okay, I'm here. All right, let's do this class. I'm like, yes, let's do this class. You're going to feel so good. I wonder, you know, what you're going to achieve this class. You're so strong. You're so capable. You absolutely have this. You're going to smash this class. And oh my gosh, without having any extra fuel in my body, without doing anything physically different, Those classes are so much better mentally, physically, and emotionally. So as we wrap up this month of healing, as we wrap up this month of reflection and cocooning ourselves so that we can recover from this lingering hangover, I hope we're all at a point where we are feeling more connected to the version of ourselves that we are emerging from these last three years as and really excited about being and uh, emanating the energy of our higher selves or that more aligned and healed version of ourselves. I invite you to try this little technique, not to pep talk yourself out of the ego and the lower version Oh, just be nice to that person. Just not and smile. Just go to work. Just earn the money. Just like, no, 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 no. This is not who we are anymore. What if we only pepped talked ourselves into our elite athlete version of ourselves? The highest, most refined vision and version of ourselves that we desire to show up in in the world. Where energy flows it really does grow it is absolutely one of the energetic principles of this universe where we place our energy all things will flow there so when we're placing it on convincing our lower selves to be our higher selves what happens well we produce more of that experience But what if we just let our lower selves have their mood and when we're ready to step into our higher version of ourselves because we're so over the lower version of ourselves, we pep talk that, 
wow, there is so much more energy flowing towards our higher self and the resonance around that, the theory of resonance in that we're going to attract and vibrate with people on that level. So there's a little tool for your toolkit. I'm absolutely using it personally and really experiencing some fun um, and enlightening results from this. So I invite you to harness the power of the pep talk for your higher self as you move forward into December after all this healing. I would love for you to share your thoughts. Head over to the Light Path Community Facebook group. Share your thoughts, your tips, your tricks. Even if you have like really cool mat talk mantras that you might use over and over again for yourself. And so I think sometimes it's hard to find the language. So if you could share the language, someone would be like, oh, that's amazing. I'm picking that up. And you could really, you know, change their experience of this and of themselves. So that would be really awesome. But for now, as always, I thank you so much for joining me and I'm sending you so much love and light. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Light Path Podcast. I hope that the information shared here has helped illuminate your path. Be sure to check out the show notes for links related to this episode. While you're there, remember to subscribe to the podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. I'm Kirsten Leo, and I can't wait to explore and expand our capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love together in the next episode.